Hey, and welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a bi-weekly podcast where we chat about animals every two weeks or so. We pick an animal, discuss it, learn a little bit more about it. As always, nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. Did I mention we're former zookeepers? I think I, I might have. I blacked out. In either <laughs> in any case, I just want you to know we have uh, some qualifications. So with that, let's get grimy. Yeah. Flora? I want you <laughs> to do a one. I want you to do a split, and then after you're done with I your split, I want you to tell me how you've been lately. I can't do the splits. We're gonna be here all night. <laughs> I can't even touch my toes. My legs what if instead don't go that way? <laughs> what if instead of a split, I have you just um, I don't know, like stretch your toe? Okay, Did I you do, do it. That. I'm doing it right now. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I needed. I'm good. Also, Actually, tell me about your life. Yeah, that gives me a flashback. I went to a concert the other day, and someone f- from the concert, someone from the artist, crowd surfed. And when they crowd surfed, it was a female. When she crowd surfed, she did the fucking splits and crowd surfed <gasps> while doing the splits, which number one is insane. And number two, her whole ass and crotch was in my face. And like, everyone was avoiding grabbing her entire vulva with their bare hands (laughs) the pelvis when you're doing the splits that's the position you're putting us in that was very brave of her but everyone was came out first (laughs) yeah everyone is extremely respectful i don't think she got molested at the show thank god but like whoa also what a fucking flex (laughs) holy shit for real i had to like hold up her thigh and it felt like i was holding like fucking atlas like the world she had the (laughs) like tightest fucking thickest thigh it was genuinely an amazing experience <laughs> no regrets but no i am regrets. also terrified by what went down it was insane it was insane whoa that is such a flex you're so right what an assertion of dominance she's a badass but what Anyways. else have we been up to well it, right now i don't know if anybody knows this other than us because whenever whenever our recording schedule is an enigma because what is Girl. the schedule what is the schedule <laughs> It so nobody not. knows when we record. Are we early? Are we late? Are we right. the day it's due? Are we the day right. n- night before? Well, I'll give you a hint right now. It's Galentine's Day. Yo! Gals only. No, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is. And it's um, the day you and I both went to the dentist. This is the day I was born. And <laughs> I was born at the dentist. But I wanted to watch something. I wanted to watch something spooky and Valentini. So I was oh. looking and I was like, well, I could watch My Bloody Valentine, the original. Real classic. I could yeah. watch My Bloody Valentine, the 2009 remake with Jensen Ackles, which actually is extremely That's good. Unreal. I really enjoy that movie. <laughs> but I was like, why should I'm not going to watch the same thing. I'm going to okay. watch the same Branching things. Out. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try something different. Okay. So I go to the old standby, which is the horror subreddit, Dreadit. Because those are little freaks like me. And so I found yeah. a thread and people were like, what do you watch on Valentine's Day? And everyone's like, the Jensen Ackles, Bloody Valentine. <laughs> Not then, that. It's a recommendation of a movie I've never heard before. And I okay. will preface this and say that I'm going to describe it in detail, the entire film. So skip forward to the oh. next 80 minutes. If you have any trigger for anything, <laughs> discuss. Anything that Kay. could be triggering, I'm going to discuss it. Just okay, an fantastic. FYI. So skip forward. Approximately 80 minutes, which is longer, I okay. think, than the movie I actually just watched. <laughs> it's an in-depth discussion, analysis, so, review. start now. I'm starting now. Okay. The movie was called Necro... Wait. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I already forgot what it's called. Was it a necromantic romantic? There it goes. Movie? Yeah, that's what it was. It was necromantic. Oh, cute. Did you make that movie? How did you know the title? Have you seen I just it before? Know that, no, I just know that necromancy has romancy in it. Right. It was necromantic, and because Shudder added necromantic and ne- necromantic to Return of the Loving Dead. Oh. So uh, everyone says the sequel is better, but I watched the first one, which is a okay. German movie from 1988 exploitation mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. where it tried to just be as disgusting as humanly possible for Great. 75 minutes or whatever in an effort to kind of like fuck you to the censors and it's banned in like still every country except for ours i guess because it's on shutter <laughs> streaming it's unreal to me that you were like this is what i want to watch but other well, countries my dinner <laughs> i did i ate ramen i ate ramen while i was watching it that's a bold um, choice and so I would love to tell you what happens in this film because there, there were scenes where I was laughing out loud. And it's not meant to be Uh-oh. funny. It's not meant oh, to be Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay, think okay. it was wild. Okay, so this man is a street cleaner. Let's just start there. A street cleaner. Okay. Three hours later. And that was the end of Necrophi- What was it? Necromantic. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. And I hope to never hear it again. However, I know I'm going to have to, um, actually word for word, because I will be editing this episode, <laughs> so I will have to hear this again. You can cut the whole thing out, but I just was going to say, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Laura just told us the worst thing ever. I might release it to the patrons. She's been doing this a lot lately. <laughs> She's been telling me the worst things on earth. Oh, so that's if you like hear it, Patreon special. <laughs> you should Patreon.com. You should just edit, like... <laughs> bits of it out so you're just like and then the guy and then it cuts out and i'm like yes. and then <laughs> yes that is the plan for mache and then it cuts out again <laughs> that is the plan so i hope you all enjoyed that i tried to remove as many triggering things as i possibly I could them. i know you did uh would you recommend it flora actually yeah for a good time and i heard mm-hmm. the second one is even better which i'm kind of excited to watch it's also very I- short <laughs> I'm terrified to listen to. <laughs> I um, can't. I can actually wait forever before hearing about it. It's been in Iceland, Malaysia, Singapore, Nova Scotia, Ontario, mm-hmm. uh, Australia, Finland, New Zealand. And that's it. Well, it says in a number of other countries. So I guess just see if you can get it. Well, you're doing a service to some of our Australian and the sequel is made three Canadian years later. Patrons, mm-hmm. I just think Return of the Loving Dead is. They really went out on a limb for that one. Good. I mean, that's really good. How do you even? They're like, mm, we gotta jazz this up a little bit. What if we add a little pizzazz? <laughs> jazz it up with Zatarans. Zatarans. That's my Valentine's Day. I know Holy smokes! You asked, and I told. That's not even the worst thing I've told you in the past, like, 30 minutes. I know, which is its own wow. problem. And both were, like, <laughs> extremely phallic in nature, I just realized. Oh, they were. Told you two explicit phallic facts. You did. You've kind Flora's of held me hostage for facts. the last <laughs> 46 minutes as you've told me phallic, horrific phallic things. Well. I don't know. That's the trade-off for a friendship, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a give and take. <laughs> I just, sometimes you're in a season of giving. Sometimes you're in a season of taking. Right now, you're taking everything from me. <laughs> Whatever. It keeps you from Googling horrific things later. 
That's so true. You now you're just gonna Google it and be like, "What did happen?" I know you're giving me a little. (laughs) You're giving me my weekly sugar cube, (laughs) so that I'm not just like eating a thousand Snicker bars that week. Thank you, (laughs) thank you, mother. (laughs) You're welcome. Anyways, that's all I've been doing. (laughs) Is that (laughs) just watching horrific things? Anyway, how are you, my sweet summer child, my sweet toothless baby, (laughs) toothless, my gummy girl? I. Oh, me? <laughs> me? Hello, me? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I, I mentioned before that Flora and I both went to the dentist today. We did. Not together, although I wish we did. In spirit. That would have been so cute if we just had chairs side by side and we held hands. They should make Aww. those. Aw. Or, like, our little, <laughs> the little, like, paper they put around your neck. And so they put a, the cord around both of our necks. It's like a big chain. Big chain, yeah. That'd be cute. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to have to get my wisdom teeth out. So everyone, I don't know, drop a comment, drop a like, (laughs) send send a care package. (laughs) Send me some pudding packs. I got to get my teeth out. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to turn on that notification bell. Do whatever you have to. Send good vibes out into the universe. Mm -hmm, I'm going to be a little mesh tater baby. Um, here soon so that's fun love getting such good news about the only exposed bones in my body mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. you know what best day What's i up? told i called my dad because i said where are my wisdom teeth i'm sick of this family none of you let me keep any of my body parts and i'm <laughs> tired of it tell me now and he told me something that i totally forgot is that my teeth were impacted and they they just blast them out of your mouth so they destroyed mine to get them oh, out. They were crumbled they into pieces. Tiny little TNT. Because I told you that I want your tooth really bad. Yeah. I want one of them to turn it into a necklace. Right. Because I was like, why didn't they give me them back? But it's because it, So you've got to tell them, even if it okay. hurts, take them out. <laughs> because Listen. Laura needs one of them. Pluck one of these holes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, best case scenario, they pull them out whole. Worst case scenario, they explode them into dust, and I Send request the they collect du- all yeah, the dust right. for you. They should be able to keep the pieces. And then you can do sand art with it. I would love that. <laughs> you should just slip a little note in there. When you go to sleep and you they like open your mouth, they would just find a little <laughs> scroll in the back, and you open it and just is like, please leave me in one piece. Thanks. That's the plan. I'll just roll it up like a little fortune cookie paper, mm-hmm. and I'll just stick it in between my teeth. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, huh, what's, what is this? I do think that this that girl happened. Don't floss. Well, now that I say that, <laughs> she's paper. She don't floss. <laughs> Let's go out with this girl. <laughs> also, a note. Um, now that I do say that, I believe there was <laughs> there was a situation in the show that I do reference from time to time on this show, which because of how it's it's right, outrageous antics have gone down. But in uh, Pretty Little Liars, God there is a plot <laughs> where a dates one of the girls. No, so dates one of the girls, performs like dental surgery on her, and implants a tiny piece of paper in okay. one of her teeth. And the girls pull out the paper, and it says something super sassy like, "Dead girls don't talk." <laughs> a <laughs> something what? shitty like that. It has to be the most outrageous. <laughs> oh my god! It's literally if you started did that, on this person. It was just like texting people anonymously, and now they're like implanting paper into people's teeth. Oh my they god. Cannot. 
If you do that, then your dental hygienist is going to be like, oh my God, this is just like your pretty little liars. <laughs> They'll be like, oh my God, it's from A. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, everyone, it's A. They found us. Wild. Uh, anywho. Wild. Um, this has been a wild start to this wild episode. It's which half is over. It's <laughs> <laughs> losing my mind um so let's get right down to business shall we oh yeah (laughs) shall we oh yeah oh we have we have a few exciting announcements one is that um there's only going to be one announcement that's the first announcement the second god here here it is hope you're listening uh we've decided to do something a little bit fun for our patrons so if you are a keeper chat patron on either our pants patron or our grime gang tier or if you want to join, this will apply to you as well. You are all going to get the opportunity to have Flora and Fauna, the one and only. That's well, us. the two and only. <laughs> That's us. Our Keeper Chat creative team, That's Flora us. and Fauna. Uh, we will be doing an episode of an animal of your choice. Now, since the dawn of time and since the <laughs> genesis of this We've podcast. We've always done we- it that way. <laughs> And we have, we in fact, done the exact same thing that I just said. <laughs> I am packaging it up in a fun new way. No, but we <laughs> the most, like, it's underwhelming different. announcement of it's all time. Di- it's di- listen, it's different. I can't tell <laughs> you why. The patrons are like, wait a second. <laughs> we can't tell you why, but trust us, it's different. Um, well, I'm about to tell you why. So tell we've done that. It's been... A free for all, basically. <laughs> Patreon, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, part yeah. of it. For sure, for sure. You know, you know. But now we're going to give all of our patrons the opportunity, and they're all going to select an animal. Yeah. Even so the people who suck at selecting now get yeah, to select. I know. They're going to get free reign, which is actually terrifying. So, what's going to happen is, as you know, we release episodes every two weeks. Every other Sunday evening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, myself, mm-hmm. Fauna, herself, Flora, are going to contact you when it's your turn. If you're a patron and it's your turn, guess what? We're going to contact you. We're going to DM you. Show up at your fucking house. <laughs> I'm going to sedate you at the dentist and your... I'm going to put a scroll in your tooth <laughs> and you will know you've been chosen. All of your billing information. And we're going to say, up. hey, it's time. And you're going to search the animal and guess what? We're going to talk about it in the next episode. That's exactly how it's going to work. And we're just going to go on through the Rolodex of our beautiful, beloved patrons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you've never been chosen before, uh, this is your opportunity. Be. And if you've been chosen a million times, I will begrudgingly another do another one. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have all the information, all the terms and conditions, all that shit on patreon.com slash keeper chat. Again, as I mentioned, if you're not a patron and you want to be able to suggest an animal mm-hmm. and actually have us talk about it, mm-hmm. then you can join at patreon.com slash keeper chat. And then we're also going to have additional information in our Discord server um, on those Sunday evenings. So yeah. if you want all yeah. the deets, you want the unfiltered, <laughs> the uncensored content, data. Yeah, you got to go to the Discord server. Also, That's if you don't respond to the DM, out. you lose your chance. So you snooze, oh. you lose. That's true. So you better check <laughs> so. your phone on Sunday or be in Discord on Sunday. Or <laughs> when I show up at your house, it will be with a knife. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So the first selection will be coming up here um, actually before this episode airs. But we're going to kick it off. Good luck because joining we already that have... one, idiots. <laughs> because we already have so many patrons. We did it in the past, fuck nut. You missed your chance. Imagine if this entire announcement was just like, 
we're doing something we've always done and also we've already started done it. <laughs> that would be so on brand and in fact it is on brand because it's that's exactly what happened. Happened. <laughs> so the first election <laughs> the first election happened on february 19th and that is going to be for our next episode which will air on oh. um god knows march 7th <laughs> <laughs> literally blanked i was like dying contacted god contacted god <laughs> to find out so so um just know that everyone's gonna get a little chance it's gonna be a little fun we're gonna make sure everyone you know gets gets to learn about whatever they want to learn about and god help us is all i have to say about that <laughs> so without further ado we're going to jump into our animal of the week we are nearing That's what 30 we do. minutes and we do that sometimes <laughs> Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do other times that we do this. Listen, today has been so weird. Flora just told me the most upsetting movies back to back. <laughs> two of them. I said one, two punch. I just presented news that wasn't news. Like, we're all over the place. It is new. If you know, yeah. you know. If you don't know, you better sign up and find mm. out. <laughs> if you don't know, too bad. It already happened. <laughs> You're not going to find out. <laughs> Anywho. God. Okay, so this week we're talking about the beautiful, the beloved, the capybara. Thank you, Caitlin, for suggesting the capybara. I'm actually actually vibrating on the ground because how have we not spoken about this animal? I swear to God, we've done an episode about this. On this beautiful love day, we're talking about the fucking biggest shit creature on the planet. (laughs) world's largest road field rat <laughs> this big fucking rat wow. you bet your sweet ass we are wow i know capybara it's, it's long overdue how um not, I, wait. girl <laughs> i'm actually hmm. having the hardest time <laughs> this is hard so we're just gonna we're gonna jump right into it because i have a lot to say yeah, yeah, and i know yeah. you have a lot of thoughts so, so the capybara <laughs> is um, a giant rodent mm. native to South America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, it is the largest living rodent. Shout out to the largest living rodent. Hell yeah. The capybara. We love to Hell see that. Yeah. Scientific classification. Kingdom Animalia. Phylum Chordata. Class Mammalia. Order Rodentia. Family Cavidae or Cavidae. Genus Hydrochorus. And then Hydro. there are two different species because you've got the greater capybara and you've got the lesser capybara. Um, so you've got H. Hydrocaris, and then you've got H. Isthmius. <laughs> <gasps> Very exciting. Um, Flora, do you know anything about Capybara? Well, I would f- Nick fucking hope so. <laughs> but I'm not going to put any money on the table. I took care of three Capybara for three years. <laughs> I learned nothing. <laughs> Were they in the world's worst habitat for a capybara? Probably. Yes. Actually, <laughs> can yes. confirm. <laughs> Did it drive me insane every day and like cause absolute controversy because I brought it up at every moment to every ACA <laughs> official of all time? Yes. Um, let me guess. Let me guess why maybe their habitat was not quite okay. appropriate. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and throw out a guess, yeah. even though I know the answer. Okay. <laughs> so the capybara is a semi-aquatic animal. Whoa. Semi-aquatic? Not sure. <laughs> not sure what that means. It means that's, it's only being about <laughs> water. That's literally wild. What if that's you made a habitat wild. knowing that, but then you were like, well, ACA is going to come out 
with an edible husbandry cam manual that's going to have <laughs> a minimum water depth of like six feet. But we know that they're putting it out next year. So what if we sneak our habitat in under the radar and give them two inches of water? <laughs> Purposely. <laughs> all knowing. At all times. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. That'd be a crazy hypothetical <laughs> that I just came up with. <laughs> that does not scream setting aquatic to me. That's like putting a glass of water down in front of someone. Yeah. <laughs> Who's like a, a mermaid. And just being like, submerged. this is all you need, right? <laughs> need water in the area somewhere they could only no. submerge if they completely laid flat and did a barrel roll in the water that's the only way they could cover their bodies in the water these wet and wild beauties are semi-aquatic and they thrive in aqueous environments they have webbed toes i mean i get we'll get to this but they have webbed toes <laughs> and i had a kitty sized pool right I do think that they need a little bit more water than maybe what was available. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking. If I know what thing, it's this. That's at so. my Quinnet Zoo that I made inside Zoo Tycoon. That did not actually happen in real life. <laughs> because if it did, I would quill myself. <laughs> oh, Zoo Tycoon. Even Zoo Tycoon these days would be like, bitch, that's a semi-aquatic mammal. Yeah. Give it more water. You went to Dillaby for three whole years and barely got over it. That's what would maybe need to happen if that did happen. But good thing you did it. This is all hypothetical. Good thing you did that it. That thing we say reflects the past, present, or future organizations. Good thing you did it. Uh, hard stop your SSRIs and almost <laughs> eat yourself up a bridge. Good thing that didn't happen totally at this place. That doesn't exist. We laugh through the pain. Okay, so the capybara, its closest living relatives are guinea pigs. So cute. People Rock cabbies. Oh. And then it's distantly related to the agouti, chinchilla, and nutria. Yeah. It's like out there with the rodents. Rodentia. things. Yeah. Rodenting it up. If it's going to do one thing, it's going to rodentia. It's going to rodentia. <laughs> rodentia right into the fucking kiddie pool. <laughs> rodentia into the deep end. <laughs> rodentio ass. Anyways, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> capybaras are gregarious species. That means they're very social. So And a social. lot of times you're going to find them in the wild in large groups. Large. Someone, somewhere, saw a group of 100 capybara. And they, they wrote it down wow. and put it on the internet. That's 100. insane. I know. I can't imagine being near 100 people willingly. I put three in my Zoo Tycoon habitat on Zoo Tycoon. Oh. That's better than none. <laughs> True that. <laughs> uh, usually they're going to live in groups of about 10 to 20 individuals. Um, so they are a very social animal and they're going to do that social animal thing. Now, if you're not familiar with what a capybara looks like, I will say it looks extremely strange and intimidating. Extremely familiar. It's like, <laughs> I've seen this in my dreams. <laughs> Where have I seen this before? Stared into its eyes um, for hours. I do, I, do think, I do think that if you saw it and you had no idea about maybe its temperament mm -hmm. or anything, you would probably, like, I would be really scared and nervous. Oh, okay. Because it's just like, it's just bigger than I think a lot of people think well the thing about her is that she is 100 percent of the time giving a side eye and that's i think not that is also that maybe you it, but you probably do and she cannot change her expression that is a constant permanent side eye <laughs> resting rodent face i mean that's resting just her face. Rodent face um yeah she's she's mean mugging at all times all times 
So I think it's just the fact that she's like very large. She is a rodent and she's also just judging me from afar. And that's not going to change no matter how close I get to her. <laughs> it makes me very nervous. So if you're unfamiliar with what a capybara looks like, I personally think it's kind of got like a beaver vibe to it. It's got that like beaver looking nose and head shape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the same types of like formation of traits on its face. So what I'm specifically talking about are like the ears are on the top of its head. The mm-hmm. eyes are kind of near the top of its head. And then the nose is at the top as well. Um, and so that's going to be helpful for them as they're submerged in the water. They can just kind of poke up mm-hmm. the bits they need to <laughs> be aware of what's going All on. The bits. And then the rest of them can be underwater. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of got a, a beaver look. It does not have a tail like a beaver does, though. And it's uh, quite a bit bigger. So adult capybaras can grow to be 106 to 134 centimeters in length, which is three and a half to four and a half feet in length. Christ. That. Big. I don't know if those centimeters equate out to that <laughs> length, but we're going to move on. Uh, they. Yeah, I do not think that they do. That's okay. I never listen on. to whenever someone says a number, so. You're good. It's big enough that it could squash a kid. Like, if it sat on a kid, it would squash it. There you go. Thank you. Um, It does stand 50 to 62 centimeters tall or 20 to 24 inches um, tall. And then it'll weigh anywhere between 35 to 66 kgs or 77 to 146 pounds. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. She is sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kid squatching territory for sure. As Flora mentioned, capybaras have wet feet, mm-hmm. and while they do not have that weird little beaver tail, they do have a little vestigial tail. So it's like sometimes a little it's poop. like a little nub. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like my nub, you know, and your nub. It's just it's like, like our, our nubs. nubs. Yeah, it's like basically nothing. <laughs> it's our nubs. Now, here's a fun little fact. I've heard this in trivia before. I know Flora, you're our trivia buff in the house. Maybe you've heard this as well. Um, capybara. Apart from the fun fact that they're the largest rodent in the world. They do have a different number of toes on their front and back feet. Mm. Do you want to guess how many toes they have on their front feet? Well, they should have four on their front. Yeah, and girl. they should have three on their back. Yes, that's absolutely correct. I'm intimately familiar. It's almost like you worked with them for three years. It's almost like I touched <laughs> their feet. It's almost like I picked them up and squashed a child with them repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Mark safe for Flora and her capybara. <laughs> um, on top of this, too, they are kind of a brown buff appearance. They have like a tan coloration as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have very coarse hair. So and now coarse. I have only briefly made physical contact with the capybara, but you worked with them quite a bit. So do you want to describe what that hair feels like? So coarse. So okay, sick. wiry. <laughs> so And like, they don't even have like the undercoat, right? No, it's just that. And to the point where if you put it under your fingernail it would hurt like it Ooh, like sometimes when you're like giving a, him a scritch and you get yeah. one little hair that's like Ow! <laughs> <laughs> zapped you zap zap <laughs> but they do this fantastic like thing when they're being scratched that mm-hmm. their hair goes erectile and rigid oh. and they blow up into a little cappy cloud is what i called it happy cappy oh. happy cappy cloud oh. and they would appear oh. like four times as big as they are because every hair on their body would stand completely straight up while they were just oh my god and they would throw their head back and their mouth <gasps> would just be open and they would just like ah. they want and the, the side eye goes to a closed yeah, eye and they're in a capybara bliss oh that's so cute i love that yeah i had to do what i could in my zoo tycoon game to make them <laughs> to have a semblance of a 
decent life. <laughs> Have a good experience, yes. <laughs> you did, you did we you did our in. best. In this entire fictional game that you that I made played up in. In Zootaken. Played it. It does not reflect any past organizations. <laughs> I've never okay. worked with them in real life. I'm lying. But not at all. Not I for did. three years. Nope. Have a really sick ass Zoo Tycoon game. <laughs> that, <laughs> that you maintain for, for three years. years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned that they are found in South America. Now listen to this. Yeah. They're found throughout all countries of South America except Chile. <gasps> Banned from Chile. Crimes <laughs> unknown. <laughs> Not back in. <laughs> Do not let cross border. Capybara criminal. Not allowed in Chile, I guess. Side eye Chile. <laughs> attitude banned. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. The attitude. They just couldn't handle it, probably. The Leave. government in Chile is like, we gotta get these guys out of here. That with it's too much. Too much. We feel like fools. <laughs> So they're found in densely forested areas, always near bodies of water. So you're going to see them near like lakes, rivers, swamps. They love marshes. the water. They really don't care what kind of water, as long as they're around water. It could like, be dirty water. It could be clean totally. water. It doesn't matter. If an area is like suddenly water. flooded, capybaras are like, this will do. That's mm-hmm. cool with me. I like this. They're excellent swimmers. Um, and actually, they can hold their breath underwater for up to five, five minutes, minutes at a time. You're going to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> other fun fact. If yes. you were filling up a kiddie pool for Capybara right. and Zoo Tycoon, mm-hmm. and you left the hose running for an extremely long amount of time because you were doing <laughs> something else and you totally forgot and it flooded the entire habitat, they would actually find that totally poggers and it would be <laughs> enrichment and you could just say you did it on purpose <laughs> instead. Pro tip for any Capybara keepers working on their Zoo Tycoon <laughs> habitat. It's enrichment. You did it on purpose. Bye. Forgetting about the hose was the best thing you could have done. Bye. Little heart, little heart emojis are popping off of them. So cute! Oh, they love it. <laughs> um, capybara do pretty well around domestic livestock areas because they kind of eat similar things. They don't really fuck with the livestock, and they just kind of vibe. Like again, they're a very gregarious animal. Mm-hmm. So you'll find them hanging out very chill around other animals, which I think is just like. Lends to the memeability of the capybara. Oh, yeah. So they are herbivores. They're going to eat mainly grasses and aquatic plants. They also eat, like, fruit and tree park. And they're very selective. So while they are herbivores and they'll kind of, you know, just eat, like, the plant matter, they do have their preferences. Kale. (laughs) Apparently kale is one of them. (laughs) Kale is numero uno. Yeah. And I, according to the, you know, days and weeks and months of research I've done on capybaras um, (laughs) in preparing for this episode, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they are much more, (laughs) about three years, they are much more particular about their food that they eat during the wet months. So when food is abundant, Mm. they're going to be a lot more selective. And then when food is not abundant in the drier season and there are fewer plants available, then they're going to be like, well, I guess I'll eat these reeds. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. Right. I really wish I had some kale, but, you know. God, if we there are. was kale here. <laughs> the mean mugging actually increases 10% in the dry season because of For it. Sure. It's crazy. <laughs> and they're not uh, ruminants like cows are. We know no. we talked about bovines and how they have all those chambered stomachs they and they regurgitate s- and do that kind of thing. They're not ruminants. They don't have the multi-chambered <laughs> stomach, but they do regurgitate food. Mm. Um. I think just, like, for something to do, probably. Yeah. 
I pop gum. Why not? I think they that around. this is the same type you of thing. You just work on it for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, in the case of capybara, you're not going to see them um, chewing their food, like, back or forth or, like, top to bottom like humans do. It's going to mm. be a side-to-side thing. So think like a camel. Like a camel's mm-hmm. chewing their food. Yeah. That's going to be the capybara as well. That lower jaw goes That lower jaw I don't even is know. on a whole different wavelength. <laughs> like, where is it coming? Where's it going? <laughs> Cotton eye Joe. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, Flora, did you ever observe your um, zoo tycoon capybaras exhibiting autocoprophagy? Um, no. And there's a really great reason why. Because uh-huh. I had to fucking clean shit <laughs> up every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. So, autocoprophagy is um, when an animal eats their own feces to um, basically supplement their, like, nutrient intake Mm -hmm. so in the case of the capybara they're eating their own feces in the wild as a source of bacterial gut flora and this is going to help them to break down the cellulose in the grass that's part of their normal diet Mm -hmm. if i made a habitat in zoo tycoon (coughs) and i made it really small and tiny sure and then i inserted this tiny little kiddie pool that had just you just filled it up with a hose yes and then i introduced an animal that was semi-aquatic into that kiddie pool and then you also an, an animal that was a prey species who defecated in water to hide its scent trail from predators. Mm-hmm. But it was constantly defecating in its only water source, which was yes. a kiddie pool. Yes. Um, then that would mean that that semi-aquatic animal is bathing in its own shit in a kiddie pool-sized container. Poop soup. Yeah. Like, all the time. And then if right. I didn't put a drain or any kind of system in that, then that would mean that the zookeeper would have to go in every day with arm length gloves reach down Mm -hmm. and actually sift all the shit out and then reach Mm -hmm. down to the bottom to the drain that's like three feet deep less than two and a half feet deep Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and get it out while like sticking their face inches away from shit water every day like several times a day or whatever it is um for forever if i built it like that Right. So one thing you can do if you're interested in having the little green hearts on the animals in Zutakun is to not do any of that, actually, and do it completely differently. Okay, cool. (laughs) You know, one thing about zookeeping is you spend a lot of time um, up to your armpit in a nasty drain, in a shit drain, with your face, um, I don't know, micrometers away from shit. One time. A lot of time. I was reading guest comments in my Zutakun, and Mm -hmm. they saw the zookeeper doing that. And mm-hmm. every single one of them was horrified every single day and couldn't believe mm-hmm. that it was a real thing. <laughs> every day. And it's, what a special moment. All my zookeepers were like, right there with you, kings and queens. We can't believe Bunch it of- either. And then the capybara <laughs> were like, we can't believe it either. It's actually insane. It's and they're sitting there chilling like, bonkers in here. None of That's actually wild. Any fucking sense. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a crazy house. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All of this is bad. Um, Thank God I stopped playing Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. It um, is fun for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the pathing is really hard to get in Plain and Zoo. The paths are it really is. hard to get them to connect. It is really hard. It's just so big. I don't know why they made it clip like that. Flora, do you remember anyway. how I told you that this thing is a rodent? I never forget. I'm, okay. I'm like an elephant. So what's that one thing that you know about rodent Ever-growing incisors. Ever-growing incisors. Yes, the that's incisors exactly it. are ever-growing. 
<laughs> Meat morph. <laughs> That's correct. The front teeth of the capybara <laughs> are growing continuously. Constantly. They never stop. And this is to help offset the constant wear that they get from eating grass. Now, this is a chicken and an egg thing. I will never oh, understand geez. the growing rodent teeth. I am scared of the growing rodent teeth. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like I'm not. Um, but I do think it's cool. Now, here's the one thing that does add a bit of a sinister edge to it. And probably why I'm getting my wisdom teeth out. The dentist was like, whoa, this is actually what's going on with this crazy person. This is person. just like this capybara I know, girl. You're just yes. like this. Like, oh my god, the capybara in my, <laughs> my fucking zoo tycoon game had the same problem. Had the same problem. Um, here's how I fixed it. So in addition to the incisors that are constantly growing, their cheek teeth also grow continuously. So. Cool. I don't have those. Can't relate. Well, that's why I'm getting my cheek teeth out. (laughs) About to get my cheek teeth. My cheek teeth. That's probably also why they're regurgitating, right? Just gotta have something to chew on. I gotta keep my cheek teeth busy. (laughs) Keep the fucking demons at bay. (laughs) I know. Holy shit. I will tell you that because they're ever growing, that sometimes they can overgrow and they have to be Yeah. Yeah. Or just chunks of them will pop off, right? So yes, you it's buy super important. Capybara teeth online. You can buy them on eBay, mm-hmm. like thirty bucks. The condition is always listed as used. <laughs> it's a tooth. I think that is inherent. It was in used by the, the nature of the tooth. Yeah. <laughs> so I have ethically sourced eBay capybara teeth on my wall. Oh, that's right. Well, I can't wait to give you mine then. They're gonna. Well, they're gonna be used though. Is that okay? They're not you or new. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe they're new. They're, you've never chewed with them. I'll be the first to chew with it. Oh, you're so right. And even if I give you the dust, like it's not the ideal form, but you can still pack that into a mold, you know? Yeah. It's like basically making a shrinky dink. I'm crafty. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to find a way. Life finds a way. Life finds a way. Um, so capybaras do have some interesting physical things things going on um like the guinea pig if anyone out there is a guinea pig um capybaras can also or excuse me are also unable to synthesize vitamin c so if you have a capybara that lives in human care um it is highly recommended that they're supplemented with vitamin c if you're playing zoo tycoon and you're taking care of capybaras for three years maybe consider adding some vitamin c to their diet supplements because oranges give them diarrhea actually well there are other ways to get them vitamin c yeah (laughs) Also, did you know that capybara shit is the size and consistency of human feces? That's a fun fact. They shit human-sized logs out. I always – okay, that's actually one of my favorite things is, like, finding is animals that, actu- that, like, poop and it looks like human poop. Like, you expect it from, like, the apes, right? Yeah. Because it's basically us. But then when you find, like, it from a capybara, you're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second. You're looking around and you're all nervous. At least I am. <laughs> you're, you're just all nervous. But I've never seen a nervous. rodent shit like that. So ours were either rotting from the inside or mm. that's just how it is. It Honestly, could be either here or there because... They exist simultaneously. There's maybe. a lot of things that happen in Zoo Tycoon. And one of them is that sometimes their shit size changes. <laughs> and that's just one thing you gotta you gotta go with. Just something to think about. Something about. Think about. Uh, so capybaras can live um, on average eight to ten years mm-hmm. at the most mm-hmm. in the wild. In human care, it's going to be like twelve plus. Mm-hmm. Just depends on the care. But in the wild, it's going to be uh, quite a bit less. Um, 
than that 8 to 10 max. So it's usually like on average four years. And this is due to high predation rates Bro, from everything. Like, yeah. You've got jaguars, uh, ocelots, eagles, caimans. Motherfucking anaconda. I was just going to say, apparently the green anaconda is like, Hell that's yeah. its number one fave. That's its number one order at Taco Bell. It looks like a whopper. Look at it. <laughs> whopper, whopper, tuna, whopper. Oh, wait. Dabber, whipple, whopper. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you just go? What was that? <laughs> oh, I was just doing the Whopper song. What the fuck is the Whopper song? Are you not on TikTok? You know that I have a limit on my TikTok and I'm barely on it anymore. <laughs> you know this. Why do you bring it up? Baby, I'll send it to you later. Don't even worry about I it. I meant a Whopper the chocolate. You. Isn't that called a Whopper? The chocolate? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Burger King. Have it your way. This thing don't look like no goddamn burger. It looks it like It kind of does, though. <laughs> Are you a green anaconda? What have you done with Fauna? Put her back on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love having it my way. <laughs> this is a little burger. <laughs> I just love the impossible lover. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the phone! Put her back on the line. Ah! I'm a green anaconda wearing um, Fauna skin. I'm a green anaconda wearing Fauna skin. I'd like to have it my way. And that's a sin. <laughs> Yes. I need to go to church, probably. Someone help. Jose. I don't think it's going to help. Anywho, back to this animal, this mm-hmm, whopper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. double, triple whopper. So um, I already mentioned that they're very social. You're going to find a bunch of them hanging out together. Very cute, very fun. Just like every disgusting animal on the planet, they love to scent mark. And guess what? They have two scent marks. One on their nose. Mm-hmm. It's called the morio. The other one is guess where? On their derriere. <laughs> it's an anal gland anal they have an glands. anal scent gland everyone loves these um both males and females have both scent glands but the males have much larger ones and they use them more frequently of course they do they're stinky little shitheads um stink, stink. here's something gross the anal glands of the males in addition to just being disgusting and foul are also lined with detachable hairs so they just like they have those little perfume sticks they spray them spray the little perfume stick and then they fling it out into the environment, and they just have this little crystalline coated uh, hair with the secretions of their nasty scent, and they just like put it on a bush, put it in a pot, they just leave it there. Literally, bars to find. It's not upsetting. Everything you say to me is upsetting. It upsets me. I like when I find the like kitties' whiskers around the house, but imagine if it was just like a stink ass hair. <laughs> Do you think that they that left for me? People go around and do the same thing we do to whiskers, which is like stick it in their forehead so it sticks straight up. Someone takes their stink <laughs> shit hair and puts it in the cabbie forehead. Bink. Probably. Boop. The little antenna so they can <laughs> phone home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pulling I do. The mothership. I d- okay, now that I've brought this up, I do think the capybara are aliens, by the way. I do think that the first thing the aliens do, well, actually, they're on their way. We've seen the news, right? Is that they're going to like make contact with the capybara and the capybara, like, hey. And the capybara are going to nuke us for serious crimes against them. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, there wasn't enough water. The water was three feet deep. I'm semi-aquatic, not 10% aquatic. Thank you. (laughs) I couldn't even get in it. Yeah. Well, it's a kiddie pool made for kids. Made for kids. (laughs) It's in the name. Uh, okay so the females are gonna really only use their scent marking abilities when they're in estrus the males are using it like all the time Mm -hmm. um the nice thing about capybara females in estrus is that they have full choice 
the females have full mating choice and advantage. I love that. So what she's going to do is she's going to, like, scent off her stink, and the other males that are around are going to be like, I need to get a slice of that. And then she's also going to whistle through her nose and let everyone know that she's ready to clown. She's going to be like, hey, hello. Is anyone in my area? I have a 15-mile radius. Is anyone around? And then all the males are going to come calling. She has full choice. She gets to decide who she wants to mate with. And since capybaras only mate in water, if the Mm -hmm. female is, like, not interested in mating with the male, she'll either just um, submerge or she'll leave the water. (laughs) I just love that. Having a conversation and she just, like, goes underwater and doesn't come up. Sorry, pool hours are (laughs) over, actually. I'm out of here. Mm, this isn't going well. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I just love that. Um, since they do live in large social groups, you're a lot of times going to have the dominant males, which are more protective of the females and are going to have more mating opportunities. But of course, they can't prevent the subordinate males from breeding either. So everyone basically, you know, gets a turn because the females mm-hmm. decide. This is a perfect example of alloparenting. So the um, other capybara females that are in the group are going to help take care of the young. And this is happening after a gestation of 130 to 150 days. Ugh, and they're such nugs. They are. They look like little chicken nuggets, don't they? They're like carbon copies of their parents, too. Like, <laughs> it's, just just a, it's just like you just right-clicked and, like, minimized. Like, it's You're the dead. exact same thing. Well, shrimps is what they are. I'd eat uh, one. Female. Look at them. Oh, oh my god! Me squish. If anything it's the makes Whopper me want to squish, Jr. it's a it's baby the Whopper Junior. It's over. <laughs> the snake's back. I can't. I can't handle all your personalities. The so Whopper out of here. Here. I'll take four. Which is <laughs> <laughs> perfect because she produces a litter of uh, four on oh average, god. but can be anywhere between one and eight. Great. Wow. Good for female her. will give birth on land. After a few hours, she'll Thank come back god. to the group. Water and then. Within the week, the babies can eat grass, but they'll continue to suckle from any female in the group <gasps> until about 16 weeks. Sharing is scary. And then they just stay in there, you know, just stay in the group. It's fine. Wow. Wow. So the capybara are very agile in water. We've already mentioned this. They're very good at swimming. They have their webbed toes. They can submerge for up to five minutes. And that long uh, water submerging is super helpful for them as they're evading predators. Uh-huh. So they can just like hang out in there. Yeah. They can sleep in the water. Just have their little noses popping out. That's fine. Yeah. Um, if it gets hot during the day, they'll waddle in water. And because, you know, we talked about their, like, very coarse hair that, you know, gets shoved under your fingernails. Very fun. For sure. They also have really dry skin. So yeah, it's flaky. not only – Yeah, it's not only important that they have water just because they're, like, they enjoy it, but it helps keep their, you know, skin from drying out. Yeah. It's super important. There has been quite a bit of capybara versus human <laughs> – interactions really there is um because they're generally pretty chill um and they don't they're not like frightened too easily and they get along well with other animals they're really not that scared of humans for the most part the wild ones which obviously presents a lot of issues because humans are horrible and we don't do anything right yeah so a lot of capybara are unfortunately killed by humans Mm -hmm. um sometimes they're killed for meat so they'll be hunted for meat or their pelt um, sometimes they're killed because they're seen as competition for grazing for livestock. Um, but again, like what? they're really chill. How if you give them another, the if you like eat? flood the next field over, they'll go hang out there. Right. Like they don't care. Chillax. It's fine. And they also breed pretty rapidly. So even though they have been hunted for meat and pelt and all these different things. <laughs> oh, great. My cat is. It's yowl o'clock howling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if we didn't do that? 
What if? I'm going to continue as if it's not happening, and you all are as well. Please yep. be kind. <laughs> so, um, even though that they have been hunted and have been threatened in the past, they're actually doing okay because they can breed pretty rapidly. Because it's a rodent. Like, how do you get rid of it? Because it's a rodent. Exactly. <laughs> they're not considered a threatened species anymore, and their population is stable throughout most of their South American range. Obviously, humans coming into contact with capybaras is generally discouraged. I think a lot of times these people will, like, come up and, like, pet them and feed them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which, again, you really shouldn't ever do with wild animals because it's not a good idea for them to become reliant on humans. They've some shit but water. They've some shit water. I cover in shit all the time. That's also a good reason. Um, and it's also discouraged because the ticks that they house can be a vector for, oh. like, tons of disease. So no. it's just not worth it. You can... Enjoy an animal without touching it. Vector from Despicable Me? <laughs> He's there? <laughs> South America? Is that that one with the minions? Are you talking about Minions, the movie? I'm talking about Despicable Kevin. fucking Me, the movie. Are you talking about Kevin and Minions? Victor! Vector. Talking- <laughs> I think it's Victor. <laughs> his name is Victor, but his his crime name is Vector. Oh, yes. Don't you're right, you're fucking doubt right. me about Despicable Me. <laughs> Well, we're talking about minions, Flora. I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I want to bring your attention to something really quick. I because I didn't I'm know about this. <laughs> you probably already did from your three years of working My with eyes them. are closed. <laughs> so I already mentioned that capybaras have historically been farmed for meat. Yeah. This is not always like... Like, there are, like, differing opinions on eating capybara meat throughout South America. Sure. And, like, according to, like, rural versus urban areas. Right. Um, some places consider it unsuitable to eat. While in others, it's considered an important source of protein. Apparently, historically, in uh, parts of South America, especially in Venezuela, capybara meat was popular during um, Lent. Because the Catholic Church, you know, has, like, weird rules about eating meat during Lent. Right. And so, for the most part, during those, like... That like Lent period, you're not supposed to eat. You're supposed to abstain from eating meat because it's mm. considered like a sinful act. I don't fucking know. God, I you can't have anything. If, can you? Um, if you can't tell, I'm not a, a devout Catholic. <laughs> you can't eat apples. You can't eat meat. <laughs> What's left? Well, yeah, because like the church was like, well, you can eat fish, but it's like kind of not cool to eat meat. So you're supposed to like fish abstain. is meat. Fish is meat. Fish are alive. Well, that's a different meat. <laughs> No, the Catholic Church doesn't make any sense. But apparently they um, they sent out this special, it's called the Papal Bull, which is like a public decree issued by the Pope in the Catholic Church. They sent this out in 1784. It was obtained, which allowed the consumption of capybara during Lent. It was like the other meat. Wow. They like allowed it alongside fish. They're like, every other meat is forbidden, but capybara and fish, it's like the impossible whopper was allowed because it's not meat. Apparently, according to the Catholic Church. I never knew that because I avoid everything to do with religion. Maybe they should focus on what (laughs) they are doing and not doing to children instead of what you can and can't do to a capybara. It seems super weird to focus on whether capybara meat is meat and maybe like, you know, not allowing people to take birth control. And like, (laughs) you know, some of the other like horrific things happening in the Catholic Church. Yes. What the fuck? We're going to spend your time, Mr. Pope. Anywho. Get the Pope out of here. What was this <laughs> I'm, I'm an anti-Pope stand. I'm a Pope hater. <laughs> that he sent out? Get lost. A papal bull. Get it right. <laughs> his fucking bobble. His fucking baby bobble. 
baby bubble pop. Baby bubble. Baby bottle was the best flavor. Ew. Tastes green apple. It was. No, green apple's good, but the strawberry is the best because it tasted like the amoxicillin we had as kids. It doesn't matter because ring pops are better, so it doesn't even fucking matter. The argument is null. We're not talking about ring pops. (laughs) We're talking about Vector from Despicable Me, and you won't let me do that. Oh, minions. That's right. Okay, so in August 2021, listen to this. Listen to this. Argentine and international media reported that capybaras were causing serious problems for residents of an affluent gated community North of Buenos Aires. Good. Fuck all affluent people. (laughs) I know, right? This gated community was allegedly built on top of a wetland habitat. All right. And so the capybaras were like, well, that's for me. You reap what you sow. Exactly, right? So the capybaras are like, well, this gate doesn't mean anything. This was obviously meant for me. So they (laughs) were just like hanging around. (laughs) Hanging around this gated community. And... It spawned a joke and, like, basically just, like, a meme culture around this animal um, where leftists were jokingly adopting the capybara as a symbol of class struggle and communism. Amazing. <laughs> because they were just, like, <laughs> they were just loitering. not even harassing. They were just loitering around a gated community. <laughs> God. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Um, so, like I said, it's there's, like, tons of like react memes with capybaras because they have such a like mean mug yeah. resting rodent face as and you said. And it's actually timeless because there's been capybara memes for years. Yeah. Pictures and now there are meme on fucking TikTok and shit that pull up. Well, I pull up and it's <laughs> yep, always capybara. Exactly. So yeah. Like actually timeless. Yeah. They've always been they've always been real. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's get real. Let's get real. So, um as I mentioned the capybara are listed as uh, least concern conservation status in the IUCN red list which is great um there's still obviously work to be done in the habitats to make sure that they have like plenty of wetlands that Mm -hmm. are uninterrupted and humans aren't just killing them for no reason and again they're really not a nuisance like even if there are a bunch of capybara it's not like they are creating a competition for livestock because they're very particular about what they eat and livestock really aren't so it's like it kind of evens out right like it's not Mm -hmm. really a big deal um they get along with a ton of animals so that's fine there like they're just they're just chill they're, they're just, just hang out they're chill they're very cute they're good vibes fan. only if they have one fan it's me if they have two fans it's, it's me and two flora of me Clo- it's me cloned <laughs> to a second me <laughs> oh my god what if we were cloned which one of us is the clone which is the original which one of us doesn't have the belly button i'm the wait you're the original cloned okay. me but then okay. you had a tapeworm that took over your brain. So now you're a tapeworm right. and I'm actually now more original than you are because you're a tapeworm. Well, I'm a green anaconda looking for my impossible whopper. <laughs> my, it's a widowly impossible. <laughs> a impossible bucket. So that is the capybara. Thank you all for joining us, learning a little bit wow. more about this. I learned so much. The I didn't know world's... anything because like, I don't know anything about capybara. All I know is what I learned from a zoo tycoon. <laughs> Dude, well, I was going to say, like, we learned a little bit more about the world's largest rodent. Yeah. I wanted to see if you had any fun anecdotes to share. Well, I was just going to say it. I don't know if you said, because sometimes I black out, but um, their nostrils <laughs> and their ears completely close when they go underwater. Mm. Just like a hippo. I did not say that. So they Please. have control so that water doesn't insert itself into their holes and their orifices. You know so what that their nostrils says to ears. me is, like, maybe they're pretty well adapted to be in a semi-aquatic. <laughs> 
to like maybe if they had a ton of water nearby that'd be totally cool with them (laughs) they'd be be absolutely fine with that (laughs) they'd be fucking super base yeah i don't have any fond memories that aren't hidden behind years of um (laughs) i was gonna say say mda that's not it (laughs) uh what is the rapid eye movement? I've literally forgotten it. Oh. Oh, no. They deleted it from your brain. M- uh, EMDR? EMDR. E- is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, also, delete any <laughs> record of this conversation. <laughs> Sometimes when I think back in my past, there's just like a, I just see a finger. I see my therapist, my therapist finger instead. <laughs> is that preferable, you think? Uh, sure. I don't mind it. All right. You know what? <laughs> Whatever gets us through <laughs> Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> Thank you. It's a lengthy game. Yes. So TLDL, we learned about the world's largest rodent. They have ever-growing teeth. Oh, I didn't even mention when I was telling you about their name. I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Please, everyone, be kind. I'm getting my growing cheek teeth out, so just be nice to me. But the common name, Kaapiuara, is like a conglomeration of a bunch of different um, words from the Tupi language, which is oh. um, the Tupi people of, or excuse me, the Aboriginal Tupi people of Brazil. Oh. So it's a mix of ka, which means leaf, and then slender, which is the P. There's you eat, and ara is just like the suffix. So it means oh. one who eats slender leaves or grass eater. That's them. That's got to be it, right? That's our guy. And then the scientific name to so the hydrochorus and the hydrocharis comes from Greek, hydro is water. And the chorus is pig or hog. Water hog. Water hog. That's our guy. <laughs> That's got to be him. Pull so up anyways, into my fucking water hog. <laughs> water hog. Fuck, fuck. We're going jet skiing <laughs> later. Make sure you attach the water hog to the back of the truck. You know he wears a bandana around his head, dude. He's got a fucking cig hanging out of his mouth. You know it. PBR you fucking in hand. know it. There's a PBR Absolutely. surgically attached to his hand. To his webbed foot. <laughs> Firmly grasp it. Um, <laughs> this TLDR is such a fucking good show. The so, entire episode, we should delete it and start over. It's not good. <laughs> this was bad. It's criminally I'm actually bad. Having regrets. Um, they're very social. They live in big groups. They're semi-aquatic. They're herbivores. They have a cool number of adaptations. They will give you the stank eye. They're stinky. They have cute babies. And, um, I don't know, they're like a symbol for communism around the world. We'd love to yeah. see it. And there's one in Japan, Thank you everyone they for just joining us. those orange baths. Oh my god, you're right. I didn't even mention that. That was the bottom of my notes. Um, orange baths, Japan. You can Look it up. Hot springs. <laughs> those are your keywords. keywords. EBay, TLDL. Teeth for sale. $30. <laughs> On eBay. Used. <laughs> used, not new. Gently used. Gently uh, <laughs> Open for further use. <laughs> so thank you, Caitlin, for suggesting the Capybara. Uh, if you want to join our amazing, wonderful, wild group of patrons, you could do that. Patreon.com slash Keeper Chat. As we mentioned in the beginning of this episode, we're also going to be giving every single patron, every single one, even if you never commented, even if you commented a hundred times for an animal, we're going to give each of you rodents the chance to uh-huh, suggest uh-huh. an animal, and we're going to talk about it. So this might be the end, <laughs> beginning of the end, maybe. And uh, um. But we appreciate it because our patrons support the podcast and they're also insane like us. So consider joining. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can rate and review us on iTunes or Podchaser. We'll donate $5 to conservation organization of our patrons' choice. You can send us hate mail, fan mail, or, I don't know, like $5 
in five to ten dollars <laughs> in um bitcoin you can do that at keeperchat at gmail what am i gonna do with a bitcoin don't fucking send that i would not know what to do. the single first thing to do with that oh my god I'm deleting it. If we you send us Bitcoin, the email. I'm it. But you can send it to keepyourchat.gmail.com. Thank you. Um, that's all I have to say, and I'm out of things to say. Flora's probably going to tell me something horrific, so I need to guard my loins for that next time. And everyone have a wonderful week. Bye. See you later. for joining us on this fictional <laughs> fiction podcast about a fictional event. Bye. That's never happened. Bye. See you later.